Hi, my name is Chris Little, and I am the host of The Lifestyle Chase. In 2018, I started this show to have meaningful conversations. I've interviewed over a hundred different people, both in and out of the fitness industry. This podcast is something I'm incredibly proud of. Welcome to season four. Thanks for joining me. So welcome to the Lifestyle Chase. I am joined by Dr. Andy Chen. Um, when people introduce you, is that how they would introduce you? Or do you go by Andy? Or like what, what's kind of like the, the lay of the land for you? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it gets like there's certain people that always kind of call me Doc or they'll call me Andy. But Dr. Andy Chen, almost it's like it's almost like a joke with friends. It's like, oh, Dr. Andy Chen. I'm like, what's going on? But definitely I'll probably go by Andy the most. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, I like that about um, just how different people kind of show up in the world like for me like my instagram handle is at christian little but more people call me chris than christian but a person that comes across me on instagram is just going to assume christian and it like it all started because uh i used to have people calling me christopher and like it just got me like super fired up and so i was like i'm going to change my instagram handle and then they're going to get it right and like nothing really changed i still got called christopher a whole bunch but like uh that's the backstory for anybody who is ever wondering about that. But with that out of the way, how are you today? Good, good. Um, just kicking back, relaxing. A lot of things going on this uh, so far start of the year, but just grateful to be where I'm at. Awesome. Uh, something that I was thinking about as I was preparing for the show is that like, for me, as someone who takes up space on Instagram, I find that... Uh, I don't always get like the the follow back from people. I'm like, well, I still got a lot of room to grow and room to improve. But you've been someone who stood out to me who I've really appreciated because you've um, taken notice of of my content and like stuff that I put out, which uh, it makes me feel pretty good about myself. But I'm just curious, like what when you came across my account, what, what do you see from, from what I put out there? And it doesn't need to be anything like grandiose. It's just me just being kind of curious as to like our, uh, your impression of my stuff. For sure. I, I think for me, I'm always looking at people that are thinking about the long game, right? Like we're not creating content so we can get famous tomorrow or we're not really creating content to be famous. We're creating content as an expression of ourselves. And like, that's what I vibe with. Like when someone's creating content and it's not like they're trying to make things up, they're just displaying who they are, what they're learning. And like, that's what I love about being on IG and connecting with people like that. That's awesome. And I mean, like, that was just something that I've always wondered about. And so I'm glad that I got the opportunity to ask, but this show is going to be about you. I want people to know um, a little bit about who you are and how you show up into the world. So if you had like your elevator pitch, what would it sound like? And I want it to be something that uh, like you're, you know how you go into like a performance or like a competition and you have like the entrance song, how would your, your pitch sound like if you were going to have like the competition of your life kind of thing? For sure. Uh, man, I've never gotten asked a question like that. But I mean, 
a coming out song. I love the J Rock song "Win." Like "Win," <laughs> it's just uh, something like when I when I was studying for my board exam, that was a song I was listening to all the time. So like whenever I hear it, it just gets me hyped. But "Elevator Pitch," uh, everyone that I you know talk to, everyone that I work with, everyone that's like you know within my circle or people that I interact with. I just want them to know that at any moment they can decide to become the better person they want to be. And that's what I want to do. I, provide, I want to provide moments for people and let them know that they're capable of doing things that they want to do. I love that. And I think like that's something that uh, you're very articulate in your uh, writing with your captions. Um, it's something that stands out to me and it's like a huge value add and me looking for your content and like seeing what you're putting out there. Because it's like, it's something that leaves me feeling better having seen it than had I not kind of thing, which as we talked about with like what we look for in content, I think it's like uh, quality over quantity kind of thing. Um, and you talking about like moments and, and stuff like that is something that we'll touch on a bit later. But uh, as I was researching for this episode, and I encourage everybody, if you're ever listening to an episode where I'm speaking with a guest, if you take notice on that person and you want to learn more about them, like search their name on Spotify or something, see the other shows that they appear on. Cause it gives you a bigger picture that like one full episode couldn't possibly touch on. But the things that stood out to me are just your, your experiences, your views and your takes on taking the long windy road. Like that's been an expression I've heard you use. It's something that I relate to. And I just want to hear about what was your first experience with taking the long windy road and how did that become like a thing that uh, you really resonated with? Oof, Christian, I got <laughs> you got like the best questions. <laughs> um, but man, I, I would say like my experience with it is like 27 years, right? And it wasn't until this past year that I really realized that the long game is what I'm after. I, I've, I feel like I've taken like 27 years of like shortcuts. Like I've just been trying to figure out what can I do to like get myself where I want to be? And I always was super impatient about things because that's just how I grew up. That's like in my DNA. And, you know, there's definitely things that I've done where I've had to, you know, struggle a little bit and per persevere. But I think at the turn of like this year, what I'm realizing now is like anything worthwhile having is just going to take some time. So at the start of, you know, creating my business, I also started jujitsu. And that was like a test for me, because I know I'm not going to be good at jujitsu for the next 10, 20, 30 years. But I want to show myself that I'm going to show up every single day, not every single day, three times a week right now. But I want to show myself that even though I'm not going to get good at something, I can still show up, I'm going to play the long game, I'm going to consistently fail, I'm going to get choked out, I'm going to be put in very disadvantage uh, positions, but I'm still going to keep showing up. And I think that's one of the things that kind of gave me that aha moment. It's like anything that's going to take time is worth having. And if I can get it like next week or in two weeks, it's like, it almost loses is like the lore of it. If that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, in addition to that, with that experience, like I find that a lot of people that do uh, BJJ, like they're prepared to get their ass kicked. There is a long <laughs> game to it in that uh, 
they have like an overarching goal, but they know that they're going to have to like put in the work, putting the time to get to that goal. Like no matter how impatient they are or no matter um, what their background is, if they're a very athletic person kind of thing. Um, but there's another piece to the puzzle with, with your career that I've noticed or at least heard in other shows that I kind of want to dive a bit deeper into. And it's just within the lens of your academia. Like you're someone with a lot of school now. You've had to um, go the distance with uh, getting to where you are, but have you found it to be something that went really fast? Or did you find that within that, it was like a long and windy road to kind of get there? It was definitely more untraditional. So, you know, like growing up, I was always okay in school. I was never great by any means, like probably like a B, B minus student high school C plus student. And then I've been in academic probation uh, twice in college. So like my GPA fell under a 2.0, but I ultimately graduated with on time somehow, a lot of summer school serving, you know, semesters with like 20 credits or whatever they allowed at that time. And I graduated, I think with like a two five. Um, I took a gap year after being in Buffalo where I got my psychology degree and that gap year, I was just working full time as an aide in physical therapy offices, and I was going to school at night and on the weekends to boost up my GPA. I eventually got into uh, University of St. Augustine, but I applied to like 20 schools, only got one interview, got waitlisted. My application got pushed to the next semester, um, had to get waitlisted again, and then they ultimately accepted me. And... Once I got into physical therapy school, it was like, I just knew I couldn't mess it up. Like I, I had to get my act together academically, but physical therapy school was like the first time in my life where I really enjoyed school. Like, I just love the process of learning more and more about the body. And I think the only thing that really made physical therapy school feel a little bit longer is after the first year, like when I got all of the foundational stuff in, which was super valuable, we started talking more about, um, you know, treatment philosophies and things like that. And it was just things that I didn't agree with and things, you know, as I started learning outside of school, realized, you know, wasn't completely true. And as you're going through some of those courses, it's like, ah, man, those classes felt like forever. I spent a lot of time in school reading uh, forums and just like other blogs, uh, looking at like strength and conditioning coaches and like seeing what they were writing. But that was the only time in physical therapy school where I was like, man, this is like taking longer. Like, I just want to be out there practicing the way I want to practice, opposed to what, you know, school kind of creates this black and white dichotomy. See this, do this, and this will happen, which is like far from perfect. So like when I was in school, I was just like, I just want to be in the trenches so bad. So I always think about those times. I'm just happy to be able to, you know, have the ability to treat and do the things I want to do. Mm -hmm, Definitely. Well, I mean, like the reason I asked about that is I find that a lot of people get discouraged after they get shot down a few times. And it sounds like you didn't get discouraged very easily. Like you, you're talking about like the, the 20 applications and just like, um, navigating sort of like B's and C's in your academia, but still kind of shooting for your goals, like not getting deterred easily. Um, what, what are the things that kind of helped you get back up every time you got knocked down? 
I feel like I've always um, been counted out and rightfully so, right? I didn't have a great track record, but it's, it's just like, it's, sometimes it just hits you. It's like, this is something you really want to do. And I'm, I'm grateful that, you know, certain people, it takes like 30, 40, 50, 60 years where they, before they kind of discover something they're truly passionate about. And for me, it's like, once I realized that this is something I wanted to pursue, because I've seen, you know, from, I don't want to say from the clinical side, because at that time I was just an aide, but I, I saw what it could do for people. And I saw what it could do for myself, having rehabbed a back injury and a carpal tunnel injury and being able to give someone's their, being able to give someone their life back is something that, I don't know, it just resonated so much with me. Like I just knew I had to do it and I had to figure out a way to do it. You know, whether it was calling a bunch of schools, trying to figure out how I can uh, make my application better after they denied me or showing up to all these open houses to get my face and meet people sending like thank you letters. I tried every single trick in a book to try to get to where I'm at. And I just had this weird belief like it's going to happen. It's going to happen. You got to keep trying, got to keep trying. And if it didn't happen that first year, I would have gone back to the school a second year to keep, you know, getting my grades up and doing other extra curriculars to make my application look better. I just knew it's something I wanted to do. And I, I just wasn't going to stop until I got there. Mm-hmm. That's like such an important takeaway that uh, some people are going to miss if they don't hear it the first time. I just want to reiterate to anybody listening, like if, if you are looking at Andy's content and you're like, I want to follow that path, like you're going to have to have more self-belief in yourself than anyone else possibly could. Like you're going to have to like focus on that goal of yours and just keep moving forward. And like, it's just, it's going to come up in your career as it does in many people's careers where they see the path that you took and they think that it was easy and they're not going to know until they talk to you that it wasn't and that you do feel like sometimes things don't go your way or sometimes like it's it's tougher or you uh, didn't hear a yes the first time and what I really admire about where 2020 is going for you is that uh, you're get like every effort that you've put in so far is starting to come to fruition. I would understand that like not everything is going as planned, but I feel like a lot of things are going as planned for you. Like it's, it's really cool to see from, from my Canadian perspective. <laughs> I always appreciate a Canadian perspective. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're a pretty upbeat, bubbly, happy go lucky kind of people, you know? <laughs> oh man. Yeah. I, I used to work at a, uh, in Buffalo and Galleria mall. So we had a lot of Canadians come over the border just uh, shopping and stuff. And it's so funny because like Canadian people ask for a discount all the time. And I'm like, there's no holidays. She's like, but I'm Canadian. I'm like, I don't know what you want me to do. We should get a discount for just being Canadian. That would be awesome. 